0: You know, in physical remodeling, you do have to set a budget because you can spend a whole lot of money where you weren't expecting it. So with spiritual remodeling, our budget really is, how much of you are you willing to die to?
1: She's a carpenter who loves to build stuff. Welcome to First Person, and this week's guest, Mary Dodd, the author of The Pink Tool Belt. I'm Wayne Shepard, and you'll meet Mary the Builder in just a moment. These weekly conversations bring you the stories of people whose lives have been radically transformed through faith in Jesus Christ. Every person is different, but they all have been uniquely gifted by God to do what they do, and we learn much from them. Take just a moment to visit us at FirstPersonInterview.com and learn more about this interview series which is made possible by the Far East Broadcasting Company. FEBC's mission is to take the message of Christ to the world through radio and other emerging media, and we invite you to become part of that mission with us. Start by signing up for the free 30-day devotional. You can do that without obligation at FirstPersonInterview.com. Today we meet Mary Dodd. Fresh out of high school, she joined a construction crew and has been hands-on involved in various kinds of projects ever since. In her book, The Pink Tool Belt, Mary talks about her experiences and makes the connection with spiritual remodeling.
0: My background is in construction. Um, my husband and I um, have had construction business for many, many years, um, and we've built log homes, traditional homes, and done some remodeling jobs. So it's because of that background that I started to see the connection between you know, um, traditional remodeling and remodeling one's life, or as I call it, spiritual remodeling. So, so for instance, when you are um, remodeling your home in a traditional remodel, you would look at your home and identify areas that you're unhappy with, you tear them out, and then you rebuild with something better. So, the same is true in spiritual remodeling. You identify areas in your life that um, that you are maybe spiritually unhappy with, you tear them out and you replace them with something better, something that's lasting, or in the case of Pink Toolbelt, something that looks like Christ. Hmm. And um, so I just I just believe that it's our goal as every Christ follower to be like Christ. And, um, and so Pink Toolbelt just really comes alongside women, And takes them on that process of of remodeling to be like Christ.
1: Now, I certainly want to talk more about that, but I also want to talk about the fact that when you talk about uh, being a carpenter, being a builder, you're talking about you're talking about hands on. This this is what. Yes, I am. This is what you do.
0: (laughs) It is. (laughs) So you wear the pink tool belt. I do. I do wear it. Maybe not always on the job side. I got a brown one, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, you don't want to I stick do out,
1: do you? <laughs> but,
0: but no. um, yeah, so it started as a child, um, following my two brothers around. We built tree houses and dog houses and super cool forts. And um, and then my dad built the home that we grew up in. So, you know, there's always little projects um you know working on the house and so then when my brothers left home I kind of fell into um that role of being my dad's my dad's helper so I he taught me the tools of the trade you know I was his tape measure holder and and then my real work began so I went away to college and um only went one year and then joined up with a, a silo construction crew um, something my mom's not really, still to this day, is not really happy about. <laughs> she hasn't about. reconciled to that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, it was run by my brother-in-law, and we, we traveled all over the United States, and we would um, tear down, move, and then rebuild those big blue silos that oh, you see all well, over Oh, of course. America. You
1: see them everywhere throughout the Midwest and beyond, don't we?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So that was my first job. <laughs> um, kind of hard to top that one. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, I don't need to tell you it's a male-dominated world uh, when it yes. comes to building and that kind of thing. How have you fit into that, and, and what have you learned?
0: Um, Actually, I've learned quite a bit. Um, you know, early on in my construction career, um, career, I would put this tough girl act on Um but it was always short-lived because whenever I would see a spider or a mouse, of course I'm screaming and climbing the ladder. <laughs> so it was very short-lived. But I just learned to to be the best I can be, to have an open mind and a learning mind. You know, try to learn the trade, um, and just really work hard. And when I would do that, that's when I would gain the respect of my fellow coworkers and. So facades don't work. They're Mm -hmm. just a facade. Mm -hmm. So be the best me I could be.
1: I'm going to give you permission to brag a little bit, but uh, just just give me some idea of your skill level when it comes to all things building, uh, carpentry and beyond, right?
0: Oh, yeah. So I was part of the crew. Um, So... On silos, I could build a silo for you. <laughs> okay.
1: I don't need one of those right now. <laughs> Although I do remember watching one be built when I was a kid in a little country school and they were building one across the street. It was hard to pay attention to my lessons watching them build that silo. Oh, so I bet, I bet It is,
0: it is fascinating. Yeah. But, no, I've been involved. I've been part of the crew for everything. Um, you know, we built log homes and we built traditional homes, so I... I can pound nails and run a nail gun and put on a roof and. Huh. So, what do yeah. you,
1: what do you find rewarding or satisfactory about uh, that kind of work?
0: Oh, you know that's that's a cool question because I was just actually talking to my daughter about this the other day. You know, at the end of the day, you can look back and just see what you've done, and that's really rewarding. What you put your mind to, and you worked hard at. Um, You know, you built a room, you built a wall, you put in windows, or you did a roof, and Mm -hmm. that's pretty rewarding.
1: Yeah. Anybody who's built a birdhouse knows what that's like, right? (laughs) You're looking at something tangible that you did with your own hands. I I understand that. I really do. Yeah, that
0: creative process is is very rewarding.
1: Yeah. So Mm -hmm. how did this fit into your family life?
0: So I was always part of the crew. However, in the summertime when my children were home from school, I would stay home and run the office and my my two sons would go out and kind of take my place. But, yeah, most of my children were involved in our construction company, except our youngest, and she's kind of bitter about that. (laughs) She She wishes she could be part of it. Well,
1: maybe there's still hope for her,
0: huh? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you never know. (laughs) So
1: introduce us to your family.
0: Oh, okay. Um, my husband, Anthony, we've been married for 32 years, um, and then I have five children uh, from 30, 28, uh, on down to 21. That sounds like quite a crew. Uh, it is. I'm so blessed. I, I love my kids, and I'm also a grandma. I have four grandsons.
1: Oh, Congratulations. Am am I led to believe that there was a certain time of chaos in your life that really kind of focused things for you?
0: Yeah, yep, there was. Um, Several years ago, maybe five, seven years ago, um, my life was really just, it was literally crumbling around me. My marriage was disintegrating and my children were, uh, my older children were in a serious state of rebellion. and, And I just really was uh, just in despair, um, and hopeless. I didn't know what else to do. And so I, I just prayed. That's the only thing I knew to do is prayed. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he said, you know, you can trust Jesus, be like him. And that changed me. I took that to heart and I applied that to every area of my life. And, um, and it, it's been an incredible journey, and that's really what the pink tool belt is all
1: about—teaching
0: mm. women to do that as well. And and um, you know, it it affects you, and it affects you spiritually, and it draws you closer to the Lord.
1: Yeah. So before this uh, crisis in your life, you you did know the Lord. Tell me, tell me about uh, tell me about coming to Christ. When did that happen?
0: Oh. Um, as a little girl, I I grew up. I have seven brothers and sisters and, um, big, big Catholic family. And, um, but always knew the Lord, always loved the Lord. And, um, I remember as a little girl that I was, um, fighting with my sisters, we were fighting over who had to do the dishes and it's kind of an everyday battle for us. And I just broke down and I just started crying. And, um, my mom said, Mary, you know, what's wrong? And she said, you know, I believe that the Lord has touched your heart. And I just knew at that time that what I was doing grieved the Lord's heart, my, my squabbles with my sisters. And, and so that, you know, that was, I vividly remember that, but, but I just always tried to please the Lord. I always had that in my heart that I wanted to please the Lord. And, and so... um you know, got baptized at a Christian camp when I was 12 and married a godly man and raised my children. We homeschooled and, um, you know, just just always tried to please the Lord.
1: And we'll continue to meet this female carpenter, Mary Dodd, here today on First Person. Stay with us. This program is listener supported through your support of the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Ed Cannon of FEBC with a word of thanks for your prayerful support of what God is doing through radio and media in many countries. For video stories and scripture that will encourage your heart for the gospel, please sign up for our 30-day devotional at FirstPersonInterview.com. There's no obligation, and you'll be amazed at what you learn. Go to FirstPersonInterview.com. My guest is Mary Dodd. Mary is the author of The Pink Tool Belt, Spiritual Remodeling for Women. Uh, such an interesting concept. Uh, as you've heard, Mary is a, an accomplished builder, carpenter, and she's taking these lessons from that world and applying them to discipleship. So now you've written The Pink Tool Belt, uh, which mm-hmm. combines what you've learned uh, from the Lord along with these lessons in building. So just give us a brief introduction to what you've done with the book.
0: I take Construction analogies, and I um, apply them to spiritual lessons, kind of like Jesus did. You, you know, he uh, taught parables, which were, you know, a super spiritual idea, and he made it very practical and applicable, and, and so that's what I've done. For, well, for instance, I talk about hammers and how hammers are—they um, are, we need them in remodeling, they can be used for building and they could be used for destruction as well. And so so the words we speak are like the hammers we use um, in spiritual remodeling. Um, and so I just encourage women to be careful of their words. You know, are they words that Christ would speak or not speak? And, and I also share a little personal story of how um, my destructive words uh, I was using my words in a very destructive way, and I was hurting the people who were closest to me, which was my husband and my children and, and you know, just not really realizing that but but i I heard him say one day, um, "How you speak to me is how you need to speak to your fellow man." And that really got me because i um it really convicted me, and I knew that I needed to repent and use my words to build and not to destroy. Mm-hmm. So that's just one little example of what I, of how I use construction analogies
1: in the pink toe belt. Are you, in any sense, a traditional Bible teacher, Mary? How, how do you characterize <laughs> yourself?
0: Uh, no, I am not. But I like to think of myself as a female carpenter who is following the Jewish carpenter mm. because uh, his words really changed me. Um, his words changed. Uh, changed a lot of my circumstances. It healed my marriage. It took my relationships deeper. And, you know, it didn't change all of my circumstances. I still have some really tough circumstances in my life, but it really changed. The words of Christ really changed the way how I look at these circumstances and how they affect me. You know, no longer do they pull me into despair anymore, um, but I can look at them with, through the eyes of Christ, which is, is kingdom eyes, knowing that Father God hears my prayers and He is answering them, and I can completely trust Him because um, I know that He cares about everything that concerns me. And so that is really, um, that's that's really my change. So really, my credentials are really just obedience to Him, Father challenged me to be like Jesus, and I rose to that challenge. And now, as a result of that, I am I'm remodeling every area of my life. Um,
1: do you find so, that women resonate with this these analogies that you have?
0: They do. I think I think all of us ladies are like DIYers at heart. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we all love the idea yeah. of remodeling our yeah. home. I have a daughter who's kind of like
1: that, right? Yeah,
0: good. That's great.
1: So that you're getting good feedback.
0: I am. I'm. Yeah, lot, lot more than what I expected, and and that's exciting. Hmm. Very exciting. well. A few
1: moments ago, you shared uh, the analogy of the hammer. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have another one you could share with us?
0: I do. Maybe you write um, from the I'm book gonna, if you don't mind. I I am. I'm going to read from one of my chapters, and um, it's just a little story that I believe encapsulates what the pink tool belt is all about. So there once was a wealthy Christian woman who gave to the needy. But when she gave, it was with a stingy, tight fist. In contrast, her poor, hard-working cook gave to the needy with a generous open hand. Both of these women died and went to heaven. As an angel escorted the wealthy woman to her heavenly home, they passed a beautiful mansion. Whose home is this? she asked her escort. Well, this is your cook's home, the angel replied. Well, if my servant has such a fantastic home, the woman silently reasoned, My home will be ten times as fabulous. Imagine her horror when the angel led her to a cardboard box. This is outrageous, the woman spewed. I'm sorry, ma'am, the angel replied. We did the best we could with the materials you sent us. So, you know, our earthly actions determine our heavenly status. So are we sending up? an abundant quantity of excellent building components to heaven where God can build for us a beautiful mansion? Or are we just setting up enough to make a cardboard box? And so that's really my challenge, you know, um, as we as we strive to be like Christ in our, in our thinking and our actions and the way we forgive and, you know, every little area of your life, that's a way that we're setting up Godly material,
1: and then do you present scripture uh, as a part of a devotional like that?
0: Oh, I, I sure do. Um, yeah, so it's really set up as a devotional where I have seventy daily readings, and I have scriptures, and and you know questions and answers in a prayer. Um, but I actually, I actually think of it more as a as a devotional or as a remodeling guide. It meets women where they're at and helps them move from their present unhappiness to tear it out and to rebuild with Christ-likeness. So, in that sense, it can be used as a women's Bible study group mm-hmm. guide. Um, it can be used in many ways. So, you know, each of these lessons draw from my personal experience as a, as a contractor and uses them in a spiritual way, just like we talked about how they were Christ's, um, like, parables. And so I know a lot of women will look at this and say, well, you know, I know nothing about construction. I don't even know which end of a hammer to use. But <laughs> but really, the lessons are very simple, um, really easy to understand, really easy to apply, and really challenging. Um, because, you know, at our core, each of us is called to be like Christ. And, and so the pink tool belt really just helps everybody to, on that road to be like Christ.
1: Well, Mary, going back to that uh, devotional you read a moment ago, what is the scripture passage that you, uh, you accompany the devotional with?
0: Yep. Um, it is John 14, 1 through 3. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. For I go to prepare a place for you. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may also be.
1: Yeah, excellent. That's wonderful. Mm Well, it must be fun to follow you around when uh, when you're working. I'm going to go back to the to the actual uh, building work that you do for a moment, and I know you're building spiritually into people's lives now as well. But I want to take yeah. you back. It must be fun to follow you around a hardware store or a building supply store, and you you know you know your way around, huh? <laughs> I
0: do, and I'm always drawn to the lighting section. <laughs> I love lights.
1: Yeah. What What advice do you have for men or women? Who uh, need to communicate, you know, with someone who's working a project for them, whether it's building an entire house or just remodeling a kitchen? What are, what are some of the more practical things you would tell them?
0: Oh wow, you know what? Um, I think lists are really good and be pretty specific on what you what you want or don't want, a budget, and may I make a spiritual connection sure. to the budget? <laughs> Please do, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, You know, in spiritual remodeling, or in physical remodeling, you do have to set a budget because you can spend a whole lot of money where you weren't expecting it. And so so with spiritual remodeling, our budget really is, how much of you are you willing to die to, you know? So if I'm going to remodel my thoughts, how much of my thoughts am I going to to uh, take captive and bring into submission and change into you know Christ like and your words how are you willing to just let a few words unchristlike like words slip are you willing to um, to die to all of your unchrist-like mm-hmm. words and attitudes and forgiveness and mm-hmm. so
1: well when you watch all these DIY shows on television, um and they, they build a house in a day. I mean wow. what are your thoughts about that kind of thing?
0: Oh well my husband's always running around saying, They're scripted, it's scripted. <laughs> <laughs> I try to think that it's you know, it's live. But uh you know, when you have a big crew, you can get a lot of things done. Hmm. But I, I I love all the DIY channels. I'm that's what I'm watching most <laughs> of the time. I think most women are like me. That just gets us. We yeah. just love everything. like Because we're nesters. I think that's what it is. Understood. Women are nesters. We love to make our home beautiful.
1: I'm not a television producer, but I could see a show where someone comes along, you included, and you, you work on a project. And then uh, kind of on an aside, you come along and make the spiritual application. I think that'd be pretty neat.
0: That sounds exciting, huh? Huh? Okay. Type that up and well.
1: <laughs> all right, I just want credits when the credits roll. That's all I'm asking for. Okay, so, all right, right.
0: <laughs> Wayne Shepard. Yeah, all right, Mary.
1: Uh, delight to get to know you and to learn about the Pink Tool Belt, which is available as a book, and a devotional. And I'm so glad. Are you finding that uh, any any men responding to this as well as women?
0: Um. Y- actually, yes. The concepts really grab men. Yeah. You know they they love construction. They love high-powered tools and nail guns and things as well. So, so yes, but mostly women. I don't think men like the idea of, you know, a pink tool belt.
1: I think that's <laughs> yeah, it's not very manly, that. is it? <laughs> well, Mary, thank you. God bless you. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Wayne. God bless you.
1: And for more about our guest, Mary Dodd, and her book, The Pink Tool Belt, please visit FirstPersonInterview.com. As you've heard today, she uses construction metaphors to convey spiritual truth in a fun and creative way. First Person Interview is also the place to go to find out more about the Far East Broadcasting Company who has made this interview possible. FEBC uses nearly 100 different languages in nearly 50 countries of the world to proclaim the gospel and make disciples. This past year, 2.6 million people have responded with follow-up letters and email to FEBC Radio Ministries asking for more information or just to say thanks. I hope you'll become a supporter of FEBC and share the blessing when you hear stories told in our online devotional. And if you're not receiving that free devotional, go to FirstPersonInterview.com. Next week, you'll meet our own Joe Carlson. Now, with thanks to my friend and producer, Joe, I'm Wayne Shepherd, inviting you to join us next time for First Person.